Welcome, baseball haters. <laughs> we got people tuning into our shit instead of the all-star game tonight. How about that? About. Like Donnie Baker said, fuck the pitch clock, right? Fuck them all. Here we are on a lovely Tuesday night with our infrequent Mad Hatter Shows podcast. We're like, <laughs> you can catch us. The fabulous thing. Actually, the next three weeks, we have every other week uh, going. So we're going we're gonna to get into a routine like we promised to start out 2023. <laughs> But to throw off your routine, another new co-host tonight, Lindsay Hill. You're using the last name uh, Hill you now? you know, I got three of them. We'll just whatever one you want. I got a text her that said Curran, uh, but, uh, <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I better figure out what name she's using. A couple now. divorces, so is... three names later. It's fine. What do you got to That's all right. <laughs> Those of you that may be tuning in and are unsure why, like you're scrolling on your page and you're like, what on earth is this? Uh, Mad Hatter Shows is a national entertainment company. We do mainly stand-up comedy, but sometimes music. We've had some special events and some atypical things uh, that are out there, but we do shows all over the country. What we do on the podcast is we basically preview and uh, give you some some insight into some of our performers. So that's what's going on here tonight. All right. a, in baseball terms, we had a rain delay earlier, so we're actually, it looks like our first guest has called in already. Um, we're going to go to her here, so uh, we're going to pull that up. Usually this is time for banter and witty and all that, but we're going straight to you tonight. Now, what do we call you? Are you are you Michelle? Are you Shelly Belly? Are we are we cool enough to call you Shelly Belly yet? Or you are not, sir. <laughs> Look, you call me anything you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. Let's all just right. say that, okay? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but you but you can call me Shelly. Okay, we will call you Shelly. I'm Neil. This is Lindsay. If you've been watching, you know that. Um, yeah, this is you're going to be making your debut uh, July 21st and 22nd with Mad Hatter Shows. Are you excited yes. about Indiana? I am. It, this is going to be my first time in Indiana, and I'm so excited. I've had a lot of f positive feedback from a lot of my followers, and they seem to be really excited. And I'm raring to go to put on one hell of a show. That's what we like to hear. Hoosiers like a good show. Yeah, we just added, uh, Mad Hatter shows that the, the, the ticker at the bottom of the screen has all of our dates coming up all the way into 2024. You can buy tickets. They're going to see, uh, spoiler alert, it's not on the website yet, but it will be like later this week, September 21st. You'll be at the Redmore in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'll be your opener then. So we won't be strangers then. You'll be able to say, I remember you. Hey. Hopefully you remember me because when I we had the show there with Greg Morton a few weeks ago and he's like, nice to meet you. And I'm like, fucker, I interviewed you for 25 minutes. So that's, uh, <laughs> so that's going on too. But your shows with uh, with Andrew Kahn are going to be here in September. And uh, yes. I investigated you a little bit already, looked at some of your videos. And I'm like, if Andrew Kahn was a girl, it would be Shelly Pelly. Like you guys, Absolutely. that's like a dream pair there. On there. How, how did you guys hook up? So it was kind of crazy. Um, Andrew um, decided that he wanted to go on tour and he just asked his social media fans, who would you want to see me on tour with? And it just blew up with my name. That's and so he reached out to me on Instagram and we got to talking and I said, let's do it. And here we are. Yeah. And you, you work with uh, some other folks that I've worked with before, Tanya Lee Davis, uh, Brandon Rainwater. So it was only a matter of time before we cross paths. Right, exactly. I work with a lot of comedians. Um, you know, we, we you know we try to support each other uh, for a common goal, and that's just to to do put on great shows and just entertain and give the people the best show for their money. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
kind of blown up. I guess they, not to use like a, a an overly used like overnight <laughs> success, but uh, you know, you've gone for you, you've increased your followers quite a bit recently. What's the the kind of the change in fame been like for you? Um, you know, I it, it, it's kind of odd for me because you know I waited till later on in life to start doing all of this. And now all of a sudden, no matter just about anywhere I was at Ross's today and I had a lady was like staring at me and she's like, I'm sorry, but are you that lady on TikTok and Facebook? And I'm like, yeah, she goes, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so date night's kind of hard because you get people across, you know, the, uh, the booth beside you that's like staring at you, but it's, I love it. Um, that, that lets me know that I'm doing everything that I'm doing correctly, you know, that people are loving my content. And, you know, I want to tell people, if you think my social media is funny, wait till you see my stand up. It will blow that out of the water. What got you here later in life? Like, what were you doing prior to this? So as crazy as it is, um, I was, I worked in the staffing industry 19 years well, you and I worked the for the corporate world for 19 years. I was a CEO of a large staffing firm and I was miserable, mm. miserable. And since I was a little girl, I always knew in the back of my head, stand up comedy is what I wanted to do. My dad took me when I was a little girl to go see Jerry Clowers. Okay. And, you know, I was bullied a lot in school because my family was very on the very poor spectrum. So I, I made people laugh all of my life. And I never told my husband, my kids, anybody, I want to be a stand-up comedian. And what's so crazy is, you know, um, God opened the doors for me. You know, um, I was on, I started doing social media and then I was asked to be on The Circle on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And then after I did that, um, I had to wait for a year before I could tell anybody that I was, you know, on the show. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I was still, you know, doing some stand-up comedy and doing open mics. And then the day before the show came out, I was laid off my job because of COVID. And my husband said, this is it. This is what you've been waiting on, <laughs> finally. And it, it's just the rest is history. And I have worked so hard and I've been recognized by a lot of great people and I've wrote comedy. I've written comedy since I could remember. And now I have the opportunity to, to use it. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, fantastic. As I was walking out the door tonight, my nine-year-old who is um, not very, um, I don't watch him well. I'm a free range parent. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> he was like, I know Shelly, she was on the circle nine you shouldn't be watching that but that's how i was introduced to you by my nine-year-old so you've got a following yeah. even young girl even young I, and that's something that i'm so proud of as as a comedian is i have such amazing diversity at all of my shows and you know i i'm not just liked by a particular crowd of people i have everybody that comes to my shows um i don't let children come because i'm a little bit naughty but you know i have all age groups and i'm so proud of that that because you know usually an older comedian has an older crowd but i have all age groups and i'm so happy for that fantastic you, you mentioned older comedian like I, I would have trouble guessing your age i guess from looking on here but somebody just commented that andrew is the child you gave up for adoption years ago so is that a, any truth to hey. that rumor 
he was the part that ran down my leg. Um, <laughs> and uh, I love him. God bless him. I love him to death. He's, he's, you know, I have a son and uh, three daughters and uh, he's just precious. God love him. He's precious. And um, he's, he has become like a part of my family. And um, he's, he's, a, he's a sweetheart and he's taught me a lot. And God knows, I hope I've taught him some things, but um, it's nice touring with somebody younger to get a younger perspective. And he likes touring with somebody older, you know, to get a older person's perspective. So it just works out good. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I tour with Neil because he's much older than me. Yeah, that's <laughs> I told. I don't know if you watched the last. I'm fifty. I'm fifty four. I'm fifty four, and I'm I'm proud to say I'm fifty four years old. About to turn August thirteenth. I'll be fifty five, and I remember. But look, I'm not mad at it because it won't be long. I'll be getting those discounts. Okay. I've already got the AARP letters. I'm just waiting on the senior citizens discounts now. You'll probably have to provide proof though, like you tell your age, like I get the senior citizens discount. And I've been getting it since like four or five years ago when I just turned 40 and no one asked me Friday. Like I, I'll automatically yeah. get this. Yeah. It's uh, it's that's, that takes the wind out of you when you're, you're at the KFC buffet by yourself. It's a sad <laughs> thing anyway. And then like the person behind there is like, you deserve a dollar 80 discount. Like that's just for shame. You know? that- oh man, that sucks. <laughs> like, I, I hate that hate for it. you. <laughs> no, it's a dollar 80 saved. Good there work. you go. Good there work. you go. <laughs> Well, I mean, really, you can't be mad at it. it it's the gray in the beard, but you know that my husband—he's got a head full of gray hair. I do too. I just—I believe <laughs> you. Take care they say the older you get, the grayer you get, the blonder you go. But I'm going to tell you, the other parts of my body will tell you the truth, though. I just—I just don't go naked. <laughs> Very good. I worked in a call center one time, and a woman from Albany, New York, told me I had an accent. And I just want to bring up, if you're watching this right now, Amy, this is an accent. Andrew Khan is an accent. I do not have an accent. Do you, when you do shows up north, do you have to speak slower? Do you, do you are you conscious about your accent or, or um, you know, how, how does that go? So I did a show with Tanya Lee Davis and we were up in Florida and I, I, I don't remember, I was at some like restaurant bar thing. And uh, I noticed as I was doing my skit that people were just looking at me strange and I was not getting any laughs at all. I'm like, I have totally bombed. What happened? Nothing changed, you know? And I got off stage and Tanya goes, look, kid, nobody here understands what the hell you're saying. They're all transplants. Slow it the hell down. And I'm like, okay. And I did. Now I've learned to kind of adjust to what areas I'm in as to how I can speak. So a lot of times, if you hear me talking really slow, that's why. But the slower I get, the worse my accent gets. Right. <laughs> I don't know. We have a Hoosier accent, don't you think? You yeah, think? there's definitely something that's, you know, I go out east to conventions or whatever, and those people talk and they sound like they're in a mob movie. You know what I mean? So yeah. obviously I sound like a hick at that point. But yeah. um, when I go down south, then it's, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a northerner. So somebody says that's an NYC accent. I don't Man. know that that's. I think that's straight white trash, sir. But yeah, that could I mean, and, and and see, Andrew's accent's different than my accent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because well, he's like up in the hills of Kentucky, and I'm at the hills of the Appalachian Mountains of uh, North Carolina, and uh, I live in South Carolina, but I live in the in the foothills. So his is more of a of a hey y'all kind of a <laughs> real drawl, and mine is like. 
more of a perky, hey, how are you? <laughs> so it, it's it's similar but so different at uh, the same time. I know that doesn't make much sense, but it's it's odd. You you'll know the difference. So that chain of stores across the country that's in all these small towns, abbreviated as DG. How do you pronounce the full name for that? Dollar Gentral. Okay, so she's got, she does the, uh, now Andrew's more of a gentral, but yeah, if you put the T in the Dollar General, like you're from the South, like that's. Yeah. Yeah, we don't pronounce our E's or our N's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I go down to Kentucky to perform, I feel like I'm a Southerner. I start doing the y'alls and all that jazz. You don't even mean to, it just kind of happens, kind of seeps in. Did we try to feed you when you was down here? You know, we're famous Listen, for trying to feed people. I love to eat, so I was all about feeding. All about the food. Bring it on. Every piece of it. Hot browns. I don't care. I'm down. Mint mojitos. Do, whatever. Do you love Southern food? I love Southern food. Yes. My grandma, um, I believe she was from the South, or she just lied and said she was from the South. I'm not really sure, but <laughs> she used to cook like an old woman from the South. So so we're used to that, strapping on the feed bag up here. So it's, <laughs> the it's, feed not, bag. it's not a bad thing. <laughs> Pull up to the table, roll up. Get up here. That's how we show love up here. And yeah, it is. It is. If I don't like you, I'm like, you're not invited to the damn cookout, please. <laughs> so the 21st of July, you're going to be in Indianapolis at the Irving Theater. Uh, those tickets are at MadHattersShows.com. The next night at the Richmond, Indiana Fourth Floor Blues Club. And I don't, you, you've been doing comedy for a little bit, but uh, you know, you said you're kind of newer. Have you ever done? comedy in a place where you have to go up a manual um, elevator and you have to cross through a hardware store to get to your club? I have not, um, but but um, I can tell you, I did do a show at a biker bar where a girl uh, was whistling because she really liked my performance and her teeth fell out. <laughs> um and then, uh, and then the guy she was with got mad um, because she kept showing her ass the whole time and then took off with the other guy's girlfriend. And then they got into a fight and I just kept on doing comedy. So I think that I'd be okay. 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 That's a, it's a memorable yeah. thing there, but yeah. yeah, that show that you just described could have taken place in Indiana. So that's, yeah. uh... I mean, that's pretty much <laughs> what it'll be like. So just be ready. Okay. okay. People be real drunk, real inappropriate. You know, you're ready. You're ready. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm all about it. I yeah. mean, you know, I love inappropriate. Yeah. It's the most fun. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I mean, I, I, my dad was telling me dirty Johnny jokes at the age of five. <laughs> And he and he stuttered horribly. Could you imagine trying to understand a dirty Johnny joke with a stuttering dad? It took me two hours to understand what the hell he was talking about. Then I looked at him and told him how inappropriate it was. <laughs> so you're you're on the age where like because I I we only watched reruns growing up at my house that kind of thing. What were like the the funny shows and movies that you grew up on that made you say, hey, I'd I'd like to I'd like to be an entertainer. I'd like to make other people laugh. Oh gosh, um, the Roseanne show, I loved it. Um, I loved uh, the Cosby shows, uh, Good Times, um, things like that. But but my biggest, uh, I guess, my biggest icon would have to be Lucille Ball mm -hmm. um, and Carol Burnett, mm -hmm. especially Carol Burnett. She she was the the icon and the first for a lot of stand-up, you know, female comedians, and she's just a true icon. She's a treasure, that's for sure. She she really, really is. I mean, 
but you know, it's, it, they don't make them like that no more. Uh, you know, I, I love Joan Rivers growing up. She was, uh, she was classy, trashy mm-hmm. and that's, and, uh, loved her for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I loved, uh, sitcoms. I loved, uh, uh, what was it? Those were the days or all with family. Archie Bunker, yeah. all in the family. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. She didn't mention North Carolina, even though that's where Andy Griffith was from. Is that uh, yep. not part I of I didn't find Andy Griffith funny. It, oh, that was kind funny. of what you watch with your grandparents. <laughs> what you're forced <laughs> to watch, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and they and they gave you, you know, it was like, it's time to come to hell in the house and watch <laughs> Andy Griffith. And, and you're like. But they gave you ice cream, so you sat there. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. They get my my mama. That's what we called her. My mama and my papa. They would give us an apple and curl, carve out the uh, middle of it and put peppermint sticks in it. Nice. And that's what they gave us. And I hated apples because I worked. I worked since I was five years old out in the apple orchard picking apples with my mom and daddy. Mm-hmm. And so when my grandparents would give me apples or apple juice, I just want to throw it up. I hated it. Mm-hmm. It was awful, and I still hate apples to these day to this day because we would steal apples from the apple orchard to eat because we had no money, and uh, and so I hate apples. I can't stand. Somebody brings me an apple pie, I'm like, damn, be you. I hate it. <laughs> so have you had a, uh, a I don't know a moment or a welcome to headliner or or stardom moment that you can point to? Uh, where, where all of a sudden you're like, I'm not doing open mics anymore. Anything that you can, can share like that? I would love to share a story. So I don't know if y'all know who, uh, Bruce Ayers is that owns the Stardome in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, it, uh, you know, everybody kept telling me you need to go do, um, the, uh, showcase at the Stardome and it's the big thing to do. So me and my husband, we packed up the car. We drove to Alabama. No, There was no money involved, no nothing. It was just the fact that I got to perform in front of uh, of this man and that he um, actually discovered Steve Harvey and Sinbad. Mm-hmm. And so um, anyways, I get there. Nobody's talking to me. I'm, I'm scared to death. And I'm telling everybody on social media, I'm going to be there. I'm on the big side of the Stardome. And uh, they got the host up there. And you know, whenever the host walks up to you and gives you the doubt, you're the shit for that night, <laughs> right? right? So I'm scared to death, all these young comedians. And um, they introduce me and I walk out and I do seven minutes on stage and the place is packed. And when I walked out, it just erupted. All of my fans were there to support me. And I walked off stage and um, the lady gives me a dap. And um, after the show, I was selling merch at a at a showcase. I was selling merch. And uh, Bruce Ayers walked up to my husband, not knowing who he was. And he said, who is that? <laughs> and my husband turned around and said, she's going to be the next big thing. And he, uh, he introduced himself to me. He gave me his card. I, we turned around the next day so we didn't have much money and we drove home and um, as I'm driving, pulling our driveway, he says, hey, this is Bruce Ayers. You want to come back in two weeks and open for Craig Conant? <laughs> nice. Very cool. 
And I was like, oh, my God. So I met Craig Conant and just, oh, he's, you know who Craig Conant is. I could just kiss his face. He's a doll baby. (laughs) And uh, so I opened for Craig Conant. And now, um, then then Bruce Ayers brought me back. Now he's got me doing five shows in September, headlining five shows. So I went from that to this. And then... Um, you know, I, I think every moment is a is an awe moment. I don't think there's just one particular time. Every time I get off stage and people are applauding and they're laughing, that is the awe moment for me, that I did a good job and people had a good time and that I'm getting to live my dream I've always wanted to, to live. And, you know, having Mad Hatters reach out to me and ask me to do a show was, a, was an awe moment. Every never take for granted every opportunity you have because every opportunity is a moment or it should be nice and i did not plant plant that seed right. like, i Impressive. guess i did a little bit but I, she was not <laughs> prepped uh praising mad hatter shows so i definitely we appreciate that um i like to think mad hatter shows is uh it's kind of an exclusive fraternity and you know it's one of those things where like you know if if you do one of our shows then you know you've got some kind of status that is a, a feather in your cap i think and so uh, we're definitely happy to have you aboard we've got you in indiana and ohio and we may branch out a little bit i know you're still i'm following your page and you're announcing shows every day if somebody's watching outside the midwest and and they want to see if you're coming near them what's the best uh way to find this out what what social medias are you on what's your website called uh you know go ahead and, and plug all your stuff right now Sure. I am probably the easiest person in the world to find. Uh, I am at ShellyBellyComedy.com, or you can just find me across all social media as Shelly Belly Comedy. Not different on every platform. You've just, you're mainstream, you're streamlined, I guess. Is. Yeah, good branding. That, that's who I am. I'm just, everybody knows me as Shelly Belly and um, you know, I, people go, why do you have the name Shelly Belly? And, uh, my daddy used to call me Shelly Belly growing up and my dad passed away and never got to see me do comedy. And he's the one who introduced me to comedy. So that's why I continue the name Shelly Belly in honor of my dad. That's an awesome story. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you here in a couple of weeks. Can't I'm slinging drinks on the show the 21st and then I uh, get to open for you in September. So maybe that'll be my <laughs> aha moment, right? Maybe. Like that's the, uh, maybe. Uh, and maybe she'll be like, hey, he, he, he doesn't get to open no. or put him back no. behind the bar. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Well, look, I'm a hugger, so expect a hug. I'm a hugger. And, and people look at me when they do meet and greets, and I'm like, give me a hug. And they're like, what? Because I'm like, I just hug everybody. You know, most of the time people are like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm like, bring it in. We're family now. Give me a big hug. Give me a good juicy one. Yeah, since COVID, that might not be too kosher. But, you know, do what you do, girl. Do what you do. We're, 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 not, a, we're not a COVID no. brand here. We are. Uh, we're. we're we're, we're anti-COVID. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. That's the stance I, we want to take. But, no, I'm uh, just you know. joking. I'm a nurse practitioner. I, I'm not. I'm I carry that dewormer around with me. <laughs> there you go. You definitely need that here in Indiana, Shelly. Yeah, and it's not just for COVID. It helps a lot of things. You Absolutely. might eat something wrong. Yeah. So just just eat on the dewormer. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. We'll see you here in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Thank y'all so much. It was so good to meet y'all. I can't wait to see you. <laughs> Bye. Have a great night. Bye. What a, what a sweetheart. She's That's adorable. Exactly like she is online. I feel on, like she's my aunt. Yeah, like that yeah. was, you know, 
We got the, the two-minute TikTok. We got it in mm-hmm. 25. I think that might be the real her. I think so. I'm excited about it. Yeah, July 21st and 22nd, her and Andrew Kahn uh, at Mad Hatter Shows. We did switch up the order a little bit because she was already on the line. So let's brag a little bit about okay. what happened since the last podcast. We had our first shows with Ed Bassmaster. Nice. And they went well. Yeah, so we had... Uh, Here's here's Ed reading off uh, the in his Huxtable sweater. I like that. Yeah, and this is actually this is not Ed. That's actually Chip Diamond uh, that was reading that. But you can see our first show with him, a uh, pretty good turnout nice there, and in, in our our debut show in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. That's and, how it's uh, a happening. That's a happening place. Yeah, you know we hit all the <laughs> we hit all the hot spots <laughs> with Mad Hatter shows. We had the secondary markets. We had, you know we go to the big cities, but we go we hey. go to the the other ones too. This one's in a strip mall and. In a shopping center, and there's a bomb ass Italian restaurant right Man. next door that we discovered. Like, it's, listen, it's like it looks like it's a bookstore when you go in there, and then you open like the shelf, and then you're like in you're in a restaurant. So Man, uh, you always know where the good food is. I know a, when I hang part. out with you, we're eating well. That's a big. That's important. It's a part of what we're doing. But Ed does all of his characters on stage, and it's weird because like they're like, "Hey Neil, you're gonna open for Ed Bassmaster," but you don't open for Ed because you also split time with him basically every character that he switches off to you've got to go back on stage so it's like oh yeah so except it's like a you're, multiple personality tour right because yeah. he, so he, he's and, and you don't know what's great about it is you don't know who he's performing with until like right before the show because he's he'll okay. decide like i'm doing these four characters tonight okay um so you guys stay on your toes but that's a lot of fun uh working with him we've got more shows with him coming up this weekend so um we've got uh fort wayne uh this weekend we've got peru indiana this oh, weekend man Hobart, Indiana, and Julia, Illinois. So all those coming up here. We've got the calendar there, the uh, the poster you can zoom in on. We can see here a number of shows with him in August also. Probably beyond. We've hit it off pretty well with him, so I think we're going to keep doing that. So if you look there in the background, you can see several of his other characters. I think we have a video for his uh, character, Always Testy, uh, that he did. They actually he he takes a guy with him to film footage like in the moment. So love that. Um, so that we actually got this video like the next day after he was on stage from his guy Misha that he had uh, with him there. Let's see if the uh, I don't think I got that video from you. Did not get. That I didn't one. see it referenced either. Sorry. Uh, okay. Well, I just have the uh, the chip clip that you saw. We're <laughs> used clip. to being a disappointment. It's gotcha. Fine. I think it's <laughs> I think it's actually labeled as wrap up. So maybe we'll pull that up during the wrap up segments. But. Uh, um, that, was what was, I pu- that was what I pulled up. Here was something cool, though, um, that was going on with that show. Is we actually had some other celebrities in the house came to see him. Nice. Um, celebrities in, like, the country rap genre. So okay. um, Hard Target was there uh, okay. with uh, his his openers. Uh, Dirty was one of them. I didn't know the other okay. guy's name. But uh, okay. uh, basically, it was, it was the they were there for the next night to do a show. They showed up early to check it out. So. Um, country rap, cool huh? Country I, rap. I'm not familiar with that, but I'm going to have to do a little research. You're going to need to look it up, and he's called Hard Target, like the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> yeah, of course he is. <laughs> and I don't know if that picture made it to, to our production team either, but uh, but uh, one exists online if uh, you check out our Instagram or our okay. Facebook. But there we are. There oh, we go. Okay. So I checked him in, and there's me. There's you. With, with more of a beard there, so you can see I've cleaned up a little yeah. bit. I mean, you are looking nice these days. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate you're that. You're doing good. Got a little more sun than in that photo as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So there's Hard Target, and uh, and his his openers there on the. I'm floor. assuming Hard Target's the red hat. Yes. He's okay. In the, he's in the center. Nice. So you could you could tell who the headliner is just from the pose. Right? Yeah, like I mean, absolutely. <laughs> it is clearly not you. 
I was like, I'd taken the tickets. I was like, can I get a picture to tell people online that you guys came to our show? What's cool is though, country rappers have been crashing our shows, like as guests. Uh, at one of our Donnie Baker shows, Jake Lacoste came. Um, Twang okay. and Round came to a Ginger Billy show we had nice. in, in uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. So that's the other reason to come to a Mad Hatter show event. You okay. may be in the crowd with like a musician who's famous enough to for Lindsay to not know who you for, are. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm I'm about to go home on the way home and listen to country rap. I don't even... Uh, is Jelly Roll country rap? No. I, he was, but now he's singing. So okay. like, you could pull okay. up some older stuff. I like his rapping. older country rap stuff. I'm down with that. Yeah, he kind of okay. he kind of went the whole spectrum to where he'll be like mm-hmm. doing bluegrass or soul. I, know, yeah, I pretty much only watch there. him because I like his wife. They crack me up on the the TikTok. Nice. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. these are the important things I do when I can't sleep. Yeah, we yeah. also had the debut of uh, Greg Morton. I think we've got yeah. a, a photo proof of that as well. But Greg Morton is a fantastic live show. If you can get out to see him. Uh, there's a reason why he was invited to be on America's Got Talent. Yes, that's a Pac-Man suit he's Listen, wearing. he's living the dream in that suit and those glasses. I'm loving that smile, too. He's a happy dude. And I knew he did voices, mm-hmm. and I knew he did stand-up, but I did not know that he sang in character with costume changes as well. So um, that was uh, that was an amazing thing. And I had uh, <laughs> my girlfriend was with me just watching because she's tagging along with me there. Uh-huh. And... Uh, that was the, like the greatest endorsement for like how funny that dude was. Yeah, was, right. Like, she almost fell out of her chair. Oh, I love I'm just that. Like, good. I'm like, oh my god, you've got to take a fan photo with my girlfriend because because <laughs> uh, she's fangirling over here. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, but also he made her uncomfortable in one part, not her necessarily by herself, but she's kind of socially anxious, and Greg interacts with the crowd quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman that got up to use the bathroom during the middle of his set, and that was interesting enough to him. To come back to the back of the theater and investigate what was going on by kicking open the door and asking questions. And she's nice. just like, oh, my God, I almost had to pee right there. That could have been me. So uh, I wish it would have been her because that would be amazing. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get with the Mad Hatter shows uh, event, our live shows. Uh, you know, like Shelly's saying her stuff's crazy. Um, Ed, Ed Bassmaster is absolutely like he didn't even do the same characters in the same order every single night it was like you know, like like we're we're coming up with video packages like mm-hmm. 45 like there's already people in their seats that's awesome <laughs> i love go- the people that can do this he's like an artist yeah, yeah. he's just like it's i'm just not so i'm not feeling skippy tonight let's do mumbles you know what i mean it's Perfect. Just, it's, it's and and here's something really cool he did in cedar rapids he was at the goodwill doing promo stuff at the goodwill because that's where you do it apparently well, why not and this kid bumps into him this kid's from the congo right mm-hmm and he's there with, he speaks a little bit of English. His dad and his uh, sister spoke less. Okay. Uh, but he introduced himself and said, this is what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, you guys should come to my show. And he gave him his phone number. <laughs> and like an hour later, they texted him. Nice. And they picked him up and brought them to the show as his special guests. He's amazing. I in the show. <laughs> the second <laughs> night, he went to a yard sale as his character mumbles and purchased um, purchased some stuff and the video became a funny interaction. I don't want to ruin it if you're going to go home and check this yeah, out. Yeah, I, I am. The guy from the yard sale ends up in the crowd for mm-hmm. the show that night. Awesome. Um, so it's just like you, you you never know. You never know. The only thing I've ever got from a yard sale is bed bugs. So, you know, whatever. Good for him. Absolutely. So hopefully um, no bed bugs. No bed bugs. <laughs> and, and that unpredictability this weekend, four different uh, cities. Julia, Illinois is the last one. And okay. that might be one for our next guest to get to. I don't think she's that far from there. Uh, I heard the doorbell. She called in, so let's pull her up here. 
Tracy, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? And Joliet is literally one mile from my house. Wow. We wow. did that for you. I mean, that was totally planned for tonight and for you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> That's our tie-in. Mike Stricker is going to be on that show. And uh, and then Ed Bassmaster. And like I was saying, those are those are almost like a co-show because the yeah it's tough, too, for the opener because you have to keep going. They don't know you're on the show, right? right. They're there to see the other guy. And then he goes up, makes him happy, and then he's like, all right, I'm out. And well, then you go back on stage, and it's like... <laughs> and you're like, and you're not a character guy. Right. So right. you're doing, you're doing stand-up. You're they're just doing your stuff. And yeah. they're like, do we have time to smoke a whole cigarette now? Like, <laughs> right. that's... Uh, all right, I can take a dump before this guy's done. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're doing. Exactly. Now our guest here, you're not, a, you're not in comedy. You're like, we, we, we just throw out interesting people. We like interesting people. You're the author of a book called Do You Believe This Shit? And you've got um, a job as a... Was it, would you call yourself a life coach? Are you a, are you what? I am a certified breakthrough coach? Yes, but I'm actually a professional certified hypnotist uh -oh. and a hypnotist trainer. So, um, yeah, I'm like, how do I follow Shaggy? She's hysterical. And I'm like <laughs> mysterious trauma informed, you know, person here. Mm -hmm. Um, but truth be told, if I don't have a sense of humor, I'm going to be in the nut house. So right. there you go. Absolutely. I think you've got to be fun to be because uh, you, this isn't your first career, right? Like you've had several things uh, going on and uh, throughout history. How do you how do you end up uh, deciding you're going to go into to being a would you call yourself a breakthrough uh, advisor? A breakthrough coach. I've actually um, I have a mentor, Lisa Nichols. So if you know anything about she's a famous um, black woman who does transformational work and motivational work. And I've had the pleasure of hiring her as a business coach years ago. Um, and then I have been with her for the last eight years, going all over the country, um, changing people's lives and personal development. And then I fall into COVID where we had to go and do everything online. Mm -hmm. So I started coaching for her under contract. And before you know it, I'm in a hypnotism class from one of my sales associates and um, yeah, here I am. Two years later, it's been a whirlwind, and I don't even know. It's like people don't even know who I am anymore, but that's okay. What um, because life is all about transformation, and you never stop growing and changing, or you're dead anyway. Right, or it's over. What's your educational background look like for what you do? Uh, well, my educational background is high school, so okay. there you go. Okay. Um, but I have had 10 years of personal development training. Um, everybody from Tony Robbins, Lisa Nichols, Jack Canfield, certified coaching. Mm -hmm. So um, I fell into trauma as being my niche because I just saw, I'm a Gen Xer, right? And every Gen X comedian out there, and I'm a TikTok, you know, fanatic too, mm -hmm. um, is really we were taught as a generation to shove everything down, right? And make light of it and keep moving. And then we make fun of these millennials are like, they're just a bunch of wusses, right? And that's what we do. But the truth is the accumulated trauma goes on for everyone. Um, and I specialize in first responders too, because that's a, a niche that I fell into as well. And I just want to see people feeling better we about actually... who they are and what they do. We actually have done a show because um, we do special event type stuff. It's not always just straight up stand up. Uh, we had Chris Jones from America's Got Talent. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he hypnotized an entire room. Um, yes. He was the guy that uh, got um, Howie Mandel to shake his hand on America's Got Talent. Howie Mandel is a germaphobe. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so how, how do your hypnotism skills uh, extend to that? Is that uh... I, I have, in fact, I have, in fact, trained with some stage hypnotists. And it is fascinating because just like, you know, writing your jokes and creating a set, there's no difference in stage hypnosis. What you see is the final product on that stage. But there is actually that whole group is pulled before they pick, you know, you know, intuitively who is going to be what I call subnobulous, very, very easy to go under. Mm-hmm. Um, and he pre-tests everyone. I do a suggestibility test with every client before I hypnotize them. Mm-hmm. Because some people come in, you can't be hypnotized. I love the ones who say you can't be hypnotized because they're the ones who I can go like this. <laughs> they're out. They're done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, stage hypnosis is fascinating. I wouldn't say that I would be someone, do I know some really cool bar trips where I can shake your hand three times and take you down? Yeah, that's fun to do. Um, but yeah, the the men and women who do stage hypnosis are comedians, they're therapists, and they're brilliant in what they do. And they have to have a very, very precise timing, just like a comedian does. Mm-hmm. When you do hypnosis, who is that most successful for? Is there a certain type of person? Is there a certain group of people? You know what? All it really takes is your willingness to want the change. Okay. You know, so smoking is a big one, right? People, oh, I want to quit smoking. Do you really? Do you really? Because we all say, I want to lose weight. I want to do this, but do we really do it? Um, Hypnosis is really, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So I consider myself a tour guide to your subconscious mind. So all I need is just that willingness to shift and your subconscious mind will always do what's best for you. So it just takes a little bit of a belief and a trust and a rapport, obviously, with someone as fabulous as me, and it gets done. (laughs) So besides hypnotizing people, what are the other things that you do uh, to help people better their life? I know I I saw a picture on your page where there's people with their feet. uh, They're soaking their feet, and it's it's black. What's happening in that photo? Um, okay. So the truth of it is, is I'm into the healing arts, right? I believe that is a foot detox. Wow. You really did go through my Instagram. Um, That's called an ionic foot, ionic foot bath. And it's just water and a little bit of Himalayan salt. And it does, you know, our pores are big on our feet and our skin is the biggest pore and it pulls some toxins out of your body. Now, if you're still going to eat crap and drink and all that other stuff, it's kind of like a spa treatment but it has been really effective. I had some friends with some serious post COVID um, and they were put on a lot of medications and we literally timelined it um, to see how their bodies were reacting and clearing. So I am a certified Reiki practitioner, vibrational sound therapist. So it's all about healing um, the mind and body for me. And hypnosis is just the fastest, most effective tool that I am using at this point. What's a piece of advice you could give everybody like to do simply every day to improve their life from your standpoint? Breathe. Okay. We don't breathe. We don't stop and breathe. 90% of my practice is anxiety mm-hmm. um, and panic. And we live in a world that's just, you know, anxiety ridden. Everybody's stressed out, but how many of us are taking the time to really breathe? And you can really reset your entire nervous system with your breath. Mm-hmm. So breathe, breathing all the way in and all the way out. I tell my smokers all the time, I'm like, you think the cigarette is giving you relaxation, but you're going outside and you're breathing. Mm-hmm. Go outside and breathe anyway. So breath work is is really a big one. 
and any yoga or anything like that, it's, it's teaching people how to breathe and we don't breathe and we don't ground ourselves. We don't spend enough time outside in nature. Um, and, and God created all of that for us to use so that we, uh, we can be balanced. What do you think of these answers, Lindsay? I mean, I'm down. I, I, I like grounding. I like a lot of them. I'm a psychiatric nurse practitioner. Um, awesome. so. Yeah, um, I was like, this is, we got the, we got like yeah. the, the medical side over here. Mm-hmm. And then we have like the, I don't know if it's alternative or how would you just would describe it, but it's not the exact same. Uh, so I'm interested in, you know, if, 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 the, if, if you it's guys. It's not, are, but I'll tell you the, or if you the biggest demographic, thing. the biggest demographic right now is clinicians learning hypnosis. I believe most major hypnosis. hospitals are now bringing hypno hypnosis in for pain management. Cause as you know, we have a problem with uh, pharmaceuticals in this country. Mm-hmm. The thing I believe is there's a place for everything. There's a place for everything and everybody, and there's something that works for everyone. And so as opposed to being adversarial at any point, I'm always like, well, let's figure out what works best for you. So if that's Reiki and that's acupuncture, then fantastic, let's do that. Or if that's ADHD meds, then fantastic, let's do that. Sometimes we need all the things. So I'm cool with it. So, yeah, we've had a hypnotist on stage before doing the kind of stuff you do. Primarily, we, I mean, we've had a couple of pro wrestling shows. We've had uh, stage shows with uh, cast members of, of movies, that kind of stuff. But primarily music and comedy. I don't know if you've uh, followed uh, online some of the acts we've brought in, but um, who are some of your favorites when you're when you're not working? Uh, w- what do you go and, and check out on live shows? So, truth be told, I was a teenager when a friend of mine owned a bar and opened a comedy club next door. I wasn't even of age yet. So we used to sneak in all the time and it was all up and comings and local people. Um, So I've been a real big fan of comedy my whole life. I actually just found one of my father's old comedy albums and I thought maybe it might be worth some money. It was worth $5 and 46 (laughs) cents. So never mind. Um, But I would say the person I probably adult wise have followed the most is Carlos Mencia. If he's in Chicago, I'm there. And from the beginning, um, I I think he's fascinating. I think he's brilliant. Do you remember what? the show Loco Slam that was like the Hispanic deaf comedy jam? He was the host of that. Um, that yeah, was my first... and I actually, I'm sorry, there's a little delay. I actually grew up in Cicero, Illinois. And one of the first times I saw him, he's bashing Cicero, Illinois. And I'm just <laughs> sitting there rolling. And he's like, they wanted me to do it in Spanish. And he's like, I'm not Mexican. And he looked like refused. And there was like this big fight. And I'm like, yeah. And then he talks about the smell in Joliet. So get prepared for that too. Because <laughs> you're going to smell something in Joliet. And it is not coming from my neighborhood. I'm just. <laughs> you just want that on the record. I got it. On the record. Yeah. <laughs> well, how did you happen to meet Neil and get involved with this podcast? I don't know how I met you, Neil. Well, I heard a story. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know that I know either. No, um, <laughs> I heard a story about this, and I was hoping Neil might hear it. Neil, <laughs> this is funny. Actually, I had a show in Hobart, Indiana, and I believe I opened up uh, one of the apps on my phone uh, while I was up there. And so uh, later, I got a notification that uh, someone else had opened their app on their phone. Um, <laughs> So yeah, this was a this was a failed uh, match on uh, one of those websites or one of those it was apps. It was, but you know what? It wasn't really a failure because you're fascinating as a human being, and we instantly friended one another on social media and have been following one another. And 
I love what you're doing. I love what you do in the world. Look at that positive transformational spin. I love that. Yes, that's a great way of saying I had really no interest in fucking you once we started talking. I'm not uh, attracted to your dumbass. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, like, that one photo had me. I was tipsy. I I, I changed my mind, Neil. That's what that means. I think we met that way too, didn't we? I don't know. We had the, there was the the stand-up show then Fountain Square. Oh yeah, that is how we. I think that, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. But for the record, she, we, we haven't either. So yeah, uh, we that's, haven't that's a recurring theme. Yeah. On, uh, on what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> well, if we come up to Hobart or Juliet, and it's a show I'm on, anytime you want to stop by in the area, uh, you can come watch a show. Bring it. I, will. I won't be offended. So. <laughs> I will. T- I would look forward to that. I really. I have been following you since. You know what I mean. And I think what you do is amazing. And I like to meet amazing people. So thanks oh, for having me. Appreciate that. that. I think you're pretty neat as well. Um, if people want to buy your book, where can they do that at? And if people want to check out your your practice, your your business, uh, where, where's the places to find that online? Yeah, Amazon carries my book. And like I say, it's just like Reader's Digest. It's a little thirty-seven page where you can read while you take a poop. Um, you know. It is what it is. It's a, it's about belief systems and it just sets up, you know, how to look at ourselves and what we believe, you know, because our beliefs come from our childhood on. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, you know, I'm all over the place. There it is. Do you believe this shit? Mm-hmm. You know, we all are served a lot of stuff growing up and then it's our job as adults to pull it apart and go, but is that really true? Yeah, so that's just the book and you can find me at inspiredchange.com for any hypnosis questions. And yes, I do work with clients all over the world. So Zoom is a wonderful vehicle for hypnosis. And now all of you will instantly, I'm just kidding, um, <laughs> go into a trance. <laughs> well, I love- so that are at Tracy Inspires on social media. And that's Tracy Harwell, not Hartwell. We, uh, if you're watching the playback right. of this, you're there's gonna, no okay. T in it. I there think you're channeling my dad. We fixed it though. Right the second half is fixed. So that's a, uh, um, you know, we, we, we do pay attention to that too. Look, it's up there now and there's no T. So well, no I look forward problem. to following you on Facebook and getting to know you and learning more about your business <laughs> and what you have to offer. It's exciting, Tracy. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Nice to meet you too. And thank you for what you do. Cause um, you know, you guys are in more demand than ever. Awesome. I appreciate that. Thanks for spending part of your, your busy Tuesday night with us. I'll let you get back to the baseball game. If that's what, uh, uh, what you're doing here? I don't know. Are you a are you a Sox fan or a, or a, a Cubs fan? I'm born and raised a Cubs fan, but my other half is a Sox fan. So you know we're having that debate. A house yeah. divided. A house <laughs> divided. For sure. Awesome. Well, thanks for stopping by here, and uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll keep following each other and being fascinated by each other online. Absolutely, sir. Thank you so so much. And I just have to say, Shelly, I think you're fabulous. Awesome. She's probably watching still at home, but you and you as soon as you probably dive in, is. you bumped her off of off of the set. So mm-hmm. thanks so much, guys. <laughs> no problem. Thank you. Two fun guests tonight. Man, what a good night. Tracy and Shelly. I know. A lot of fun. the ladies are ruling the show tonight. How do you feel about that? I was outnumbered and, and outperformed, but that's I mean, that seems normal. That's <laughs> seems about right. I'm going to need to, I'm needing to go to her for anxiety <laughs> right. relief. And then I'm need to come to you for meds. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go on. So yeah, I let's, mean, uh, I'm down with it. Neil. Come on down. Lots of shows coming up. So we're going to kind of just recap what's going on here, uh, immediately, um, and down the road. So we've got some new shows that just got announced. 
Uh, Josh Prey is probably not even on our website yet, but we've got him coming to Iowa. So he'll be uh, making his debut. Do you know this guy? I do. You're on the TikTok, so you've probably seen him. Your son probably knows him. And you know, I like the black guys, so I follow all of those. Oh, okay. He's he's got his shirt on, and (laughs) he's like, he's not doing anything sexy there. No, you don't have to. No, I'm just, I'm into it. I'm into it. Josh Prey coming to Iowa uh, here in, uh, I think we've got him coming in November for his debut, but we're planning on on bringing him to further east to other Midwest venues. So definitely happy. Like I said, it's it's kind of almost like a, I don't know, kind of like a welcome, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. welcome to the Mad Hatter Show's fraternity. You've you've earned this with Come your on online in. presence and your, you know, you interact with your fans and people like you and people have brought you up when when we mention that these are folks that, uh, you know, who should we bring here? Like, we get the, we get a lot of folks that used to be more famous. That's the, we kind of get those okay. folks. But then we also get the folks that have gotten famous in ways other than, you know, hitting the open mic and featuring for years and years and opening clubs. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We got the mm-hmm. folks that, uh, that go straight to their audiences, and, and Josh is one of those. So He's a good one. I, I'm looking forward to that show. Now, speaking of the folks that uh, they're like club comics, uh, Dave Landau is definitely, a, I think of him as a club comic, and the reason I think of that is he was the first guy I ever did a guest set for in a club. Nice. Uh, the, my first ever show in a club was in front of Dave Landau in like 2012, 2013, um, and I remember that he uh, was very very gracious. I uh, actually went thinking I was getting like free tickets to a club, right? Because I here's the thing, because you know John, right? John yeah. sends me a message. He's like, "Hey, would you ever want to come to Joker's to a show? I can get you some tickets." I was like, "Cool." So I take this date to uh, the show, and it's like in in Anchorman where the guy's like, "I just happen to have my flute here, right?" Like it's <laughs> you know, like he's like, "Are you gonna do minutes?" And I'm like, "I didn't know that was part of this." So like I invited her to like just come watch, just like it. hang out. And then it looks like I'm just a douchebag that's like, "Hey, you want to watch me on stage tonight? Do my thing." Um, Aren't so, you so impressed? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's my first. So so Dave Lando was working in a club in Lafayette, and I was uh, opening for him, and he signed a a CD. Uh, for me, uh, and and I thought that was super cool. Um, we've both moved on beyond that to bigger and better things. You can turn on Fox News now and see Dave Lando sitting there. You can go on a Blaze TV. Yeah, he's got his own show on Blaze. So, um, you know, he he was touring with uh, Stephen Crowder. Um, you know, so there's um, a lot of good things going on here. Now he's going to be a Mad Hatter shows guy. It's like Love a, that. August 11th and 12th. Those shows are going to be in Indiana. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. A uh, fixture with us since almost the beginning, Donnie Baker. Uh, we haven't, I think I mentioned him earlier in the show, but uh, we can't go a podcast without bringing up Donnie Baker. Oh, good so, old Donnie. There he is, banging his gavel, which is not a euphemism in, in this circumstance. Usually it not would this be. this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's coming all over the place. I think we've got like 30 shows that are coming with him. So Listen, we've got a bunch wild. of them down there. And a lot of those shows, you'll see me on them with him. So I think the next two that are coming up, though, are ones I won't be on. Um, my daughter had to get married on a weekend. I saw that. that. Congratulations, yeah, so by the way. Yeah, I appreciate that. But did cost me Minnesota and South Dakota. Uh-huh. So, uh, uh-huh. But those are the next two coming up. I mean, up, I uh, guess you had to choose Donnie Baker, your daughter. I mean, you know, it was a hard one. Things will be good. <laughs> things will be fine. Uh, but I do remember Biggs Bar and, and the Eagles in Rochester. I've been to those venues both. Both really fun things. The Eagles in Rochester is it's like a BW3s when you walk in. Like they have nice. like side rooms and stuff, but their bar is pretty badass for being like a social club. Like hmm. 
Sometimes people think of lodges as like, you know, old musty 1967 right. decor and some all of them kind of are. stuff. And some, <laughs> some of them are, but uh, they don't usually hold enough people for us. So mm-hmm. that's uh, um, uh, the Rochester Eagle. Those are the next two shows coming up. And then I believe Nebraska in September is uh, the next one. But we've got them all throughout the year. New Year's Eve, we're going to be spinning with Donnie Baker this nice. year at the Irving Theater. So um, that should be a lot of fun having him come up. Uh, Tom Mabe, I'm uh, going to be doing two straight weeks with Tom Mabe. He'll be making kind of his Mad Hatter Show's debut. Like we've middleman some corporate type stuff um, where somebody is basically we've acted like we've brokered a show. Okay. Um, I think there's two other shows that we did like maybe in 2018 that were called Mad Hatter Shows with him. But he's one of these guys that I've I've, I've opened for on shows that weren't even Mad Hatter. You know, he's yeah. come to our shows before. Um, he's kind of local from being from, yeah. from Louisville. So we've crossed paths quite a bit. He's one of the first, uh, guys that started going viral with content. Yes. You know, kind of a pioneer of that, the hidden camera type stuff. Um, so we're definitely looking forward. Uh, I'm going to basically be like, like the camera guy for Ed Bassmaster. From what I understand, <laughs> these are not just shows we're going to be doing. Like he's expecting us to go find interesting shit for him to put on and to send out to his 3 million followers oh, on fantastic. Facebook and his YouTube all that kind of stuff. So um, if you see us acting like idiots uh, or some wild shit happening mm-hmm. in Iowa, Indiana, um, where else are we going to, I think we're Indiana and Iowa or maybe Illinois for the, the three shows we have there. have all been on the ticker. Um, check it out on madhattershows.com. That's a head of hair on that guy. He's got some serious hair going on. Look at that. Absolutely. And I mean, spoiler alert. Uh, he's going to be on a podcast here like four weeks from now. So, nice. um, we'll definitely have him on here and I will make sure he knows that you liked his hair. In fact, you yeah. may have to like, call in on that show and just go, look, I, I will. I will do that. I've said it before and I said it then. Uh, Ron <laughs> asked if it's Rochester, Minnesota or Indiana. It's actually Rochester, Minnesota. Um, so I know that you're kind of North, uh, Ron, I, Ron's like a, a, a loyal follower. Of our show. Man, he shares a lot of our stuff. Um, so, um, but there are Indiana dates coming. Uh, I promise you, Ron, in fact, um, if you know, Rochester, Indiana, cause most people don't, um, you can't be that far from Fort Wayne. And I know yeah. that we're bringing Donnie to Fort Wayne in December. So, um, that should be, uh, another, another thing you might come to. So he's from oh, Warsaw. You're from Warsaw. Oh, okay. Lake Winona. I'm down with that. I like to go up there and go on the lake and hang out like tell you what ron i also book tippies in winnemac indiana so you should uh um if you ever come out to a show at uh in in winnemac uh make sure you tell me who you are so i like tippies that's a fun place yeah you're familiar with that area i am i am i get around i get around (laughs) not saying anything else it's too late (laughs) in the show for that uh another guy that's uh, i think this is an official mad hatter show's debut um, but he performed several times when it was just comedy in Crawfordsville mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. Dave Dugan, uh, worked with him quite a, quite a bit. He let off, I think my first show of 2023 might've been with him. Um, one of the first shows anyway at the opera house in Delphi, but, uh, Dave's often reaches out and goes, Hey, I got some minutes for you in front, you know? So yeah. that's, uh, he's a good guy. I've, I've done a couple shows with him. I he doesn't need him. anybody in front of it. Like no. he can go for three hours if he wants to. But no. uh, he's hysterical. Lebanon, Indiana, will be receiving uh, the the comedic talents of uh, Dave Dugan. That's going to be at the Echo Room. Uh, D- Danielle Hoffman, who's uh, oh, okay. sat in your seat a couple times, uh, owns that bar. So she's building a little empire in in Lebanon, and she's nice. starting to do live events. Um, I guarantee he's going to be better than the first headliner there. That was me. 
Uh, so, <laughs> so he's bringing the heat. I like. I it. was like, let's see if anybody <laughs> comes to this shit. I'm gonna go ahead and lead off, but uh, um, they're having us back. So <laughs> Dave Dugan, uh, that's gonna be August the fourth. Um, comedy legend. This guy has been doing this for four or five decades. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's it's, a class it's, act, dude. He's a class act. He oh, he's always funny. super nice guy. Super funny, and like I said, jokes for for days. So. Um, got him coming. Andrew Kahn will be co-headlining a show. We already brought him up here September the 21st, September the 22nd. We're going to have Andrew Kahn in Indianapolis and in Richmond. And those are, I mean, tickets are priced like it was a single headliner. So, I mean, it's cool. a, it's a definitely a deal there because Andrew, I've opened for him when he's the headliner before. So I know he's often the biggest name on the bill. Having him on the same show as Shelly is going to be really a treat. So. I like Richmond. Richmond, Indiana is a fun little place. There's Lee's famous recipe there. You know, the very important things. In life. Absolutely. There's actually like two. Of them. And oh. see, I've just recently have learned that there's Lee's like north of yeah. Kentucky. So that's, um, I learned them on a Rob Wilfong show. Oh, okay. the, like uh, okay. the Kentucky side of Cincinnati was the first time I ever uh, went to Lee's. But uh, yeah, if you joined us. Late in the broadcast, you may not have seen, we had Shelly Belly on here earlier, but Shelly Belly is the other half of that lineup on September 21st and 22nd. You can check her out on The Circle on Netflix or follow her at all her website stuff. So She's, um, she's a sweetie. Yeah, there she is again. If, you're, if you've shown up late, it's her that's going to be on there. <laughs> and uh, she kept that enthusiasm and smile up for the yeah. whole 25 minutes. I imagine she's going to be just like that on stage. Got a grateful heart. You Seems like a sweetheart. And then, of course, this weekend, uh, Ed Bassmaster um, will be appearing. He'll be appearing as Ed Bassmaster. He may show up as Always Testy. He may show up as Mumbles. <laughs> he may show up as Chip Diamond. He may show up as the I Work guy. Um, he's probably got characters I haven't even heard of yet. Like it's just uh, he's uh, he what's the guy's name? What's the look at that guy? What's his name? Oh, I don't um, know his name. I don't either, but I know what the funny thing is. Yeah, he's like yeah. maybe his most famous character. Right? Would you look at it, guys? Would so, you look at it? Um, you know, he's one of those guys that's like even if you don't know who Ed Bassmaster is, you've probably seen one of his videos shared. And you probably know someone who uses one of the taglines of one of his characters in daily conversation. I'm certain you do. We we post a show for him, and there's like eight people, like just naming, you know, you know. Here's <laughs> like that's how I learned all of his taglines right away because people are, are are put it on there. So, um, you know, maybe maybe he's watching this and he'll put this podcast on the news. I would love that. that. You guys got a heck of a summer and fall lineup. This is great. Yeah, and there's we've actually got shows booked into 2025. Hey, that's what we're I talking about. I can't tell you who it is uh because that's uh, this reason you don't advertise them that far in advance, but um it is somebody we've had uh, uh before and their schedule is so busy that they're they're going that far out with what they're allotting with their scheduling, that's their impressive. touring and all that. So, um there's definitely more to come. We're going to be debuting in some venues in Iowa that we've never been at before. We're debuting in Alabama at a venue we haven't been at. We've got a new venue in Indiana, West Lebanon, out by the Illinois side. Nice. So many different things coming up. You're killing him. So. You're killing it. I love it. A lot it. of fun. We've got Dave Dugan and Dave Landau here in two weeks on nice. the Mad Hatter podcast. So come check us out. See who's sitting in that seat then. It might be Lindsay. It might be somebody else. You never know. We may start right on time. We may be a couple minutes late. Yeah, we're going to keep it classy. We no may do what. our wrap-up stuff at the beginning. We may do it at the end. Hey, we're always full of surprises, Neil. You full never know. Surprises. We're spontaneous, just like an Ed Bassmaster show. We'll see you, you next know. time, guys. <laughs>